Hi, this is Thad Reese, the pastor at Parkside Community Church, The Lighthouse, here in San Francisco. Jesus said, when I return to the earth, will I find any faith? We believe that this podcast will help build your faith as you hear and listen to the Word of God. I'm back and I'm walking through there and, I, and, I, and this thought came to me. Every say this thought. <laughs> and so this thought came to me and it says, you know that you've never been a part of Billy Graham's ministry. And I, I, it was like a knife. When I got the thought, it was like a knife. So I, I'm thinking, and this is just me thinking, but I was thinking someday on the other side, I'm going to meet Billy Graham. You're going to meet Billy Graham. And there's going to be a lot of people that go up to Billy Graham and they're going to say, man, and Billy will go, oh, thank you for funding that ministry when I went to wherever. And, and I was thinking, I never, never. So that day, that very day, I, I, I just went and sowed a good seed. Everybody say a good seed. It wasn't chump change, but I sowed a good seed because when I see Billy, I'm going to say, we, I, I was a little bit connected, a little bit. Everybody say a little bit. And so that's your heart. So when you give to our church, you, if you like what you hear or you, 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 you appreciate us coming to you um, each and every week, each and every day, Monday through Friday, it's all about what we do here at Parkside Community Church. And these wonderful people that you don't see, you have to look at me, sorry, but these wonderful, good-looking people that are in our church, they're the reason why you get to see me. Amen. Every one of them have a part to play. I mean, we have people running the, the camera, people doing the sound, people worshiping, people cooking, people cleaning, people. These people love God. I said they love God. And I am so thankful. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care where you are. I don't care what church you go to. I'm sorry because I have the best church in the entire world. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful for you for coming and joining with us today. I believe God has something very, very special for all of us. How many of you believe God has a good word for us? Amen. So if you have your Bible, you have your Bible, I want you to hold it up today. We're going to begin doing this every week because I'm just going, I'm going to, because see, they've got corrected many, many times for not having their Bible. So I'm going to make sure they find a Bible in the pew. <laughs> Amen. So I want you to hold up your Bible and I want you to say, I want you to repeat. Okay. I know you guys can see it, but let me say it. And then you guys repeat it as you repeat it out there too. Okay. Say this. Um, we believe the Bible here at Parkside. Okay. Come on. Come on. We believe that no, you know what? I'm going to take that down. That is not, <laughs> that's not what we're, we're, we're doing. We're doing the other, the other thing. When you hold up your Bible, I had something else. So I apologize, but we're going to get the right things up there. I kind of thought that was the wrong. Okay. Are you ready? Hold up your Bible. Come on. Hold up your Bible and say this. Say, this is my Bible. Come on, say, this is my Bible. It is God's holy truth for me. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm a believer 
Because I believe the Bible. Today, I will hear the word of God. I will have ears to hear the word of God. I will have an open heart to receive. To receive the uncompromising, living, eternal word of God. I walk by faith and not by what I see, what I hear, what I feel in the natural. I trust God's perfect law of liberty for me. If you believe that, church, say amen. 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 That's why we believe what we do. That's why we believe what we do. We don't just believe some random, we believe the Bible. And so when you believe the Bible, you act on the Bible, you trust the Bible. And that's why we today want to pray over you that no weapon formed against you will prosper. There may be a thousand people that have the coronavirus, but it will not come near you. There may be even 10,000 that have died because of the coronavirus, but it will not come near you. Why? Because we believe the Bible. We believe Psalms 91. Amen. Amen. And we're not being boastful. We're not being proud. We're just being believers. <laughs> you know, a lot of people say, well, you're just proud. No, I'm not proud. In fact, the Bible talks about pride that we, if you want to fall, you just get in pride. So we're not in pride. We just believers. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you sure? Yes. Glory to God. Well, we want to continue. Every say continue. It's always good to continue. Bible says, if you continue, then you're my disciple. Continue what? Continue in the Bible. So if you continue in the Bible, then you're a disciple. Every say disciple. Jesus said for us to make disciples. My job for you, for you is to make you a disciple. He said, if you continue in the Bible, then you're a disciple. And then it says the most famous verse that even the world says, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. People quote that, but they forget the reason why you get to know the truth. Many people are deceived because they don't continue. Many Christians are deceived today. They're in fear today. I preached on Friday night. I preached on perfect love casts out fear. Everybody say perfect love. Cast out fear. Now, what the church, a lot of people in church, in the world, what they're saying to you, and they're Christians, they're saying perfect love comforts fear. Not a verse. I don't need to comfort your fear. I need to cast it out. Oh, oh, that was worth you coming to church, turning on whatever social media. I'm telling say perfect love. Cast out fear. See, we don't mess around with fear. In the name of Jesus, you get, if you're there and there's a few of you and you're out there and you're like, I'm worried about, no, you stop it. <laughs> Everybody turn around to the camera and say, stop it. Come on, say, stop it. We don't need to fear. We've been made perfect in love. 
because he put his love in you, Arturo. He put his love in you, Josh. He put his love in you, Eden, so you can love Jonah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. That wasn't good enough. Amen. Amen. We are to cast out fear, not comfort your fear. No, we, we, we need, we need to cast out the spirit of fear because God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Do you have ears to hear today? Are you sure? Do you got your Bible? This is God's eternal word. Here's what the Bible says that heaven will go away. Earth is going to go away. People, people say, do you believe in global warming? I say, no, I believe the Bible in global melting. This place is going to melt away. And so here's the deal. We're, we, we believe the Bible. So here's the thing. He's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. Say a new heaven, a new earth, old, old things will pass away. Behold all things will become new. And that includes your body. Aren't you glad you're going to get a new body? And it is not going to look the same. Amen. We have a rough crowd here at Parkside and I have to be ahead of them because man, it, it, it can become a little irritating. Everybody say a new body. Perfect. Unblemished. Never grow old, Arturo. Never grow old. You have some, that's why we've been crucified with Christ. We're not, we're not afraid to die. Are you kidding me? That wasn't good enough church. You need to encourage them out there. We're not afraid to die. Amen. Cause we've already died. I like what faith says. Faith, faith, faith says when anytime somebody passes away, like my brother-in-law, if you, um, a little over a month ago, she says, I'm so jealous. Amen. Why? To, to die is to gain, Paul said. Amen. Who doesn't want to gain? Right. We got a lot of people that are afraid to die. And yet if you die, you gain. If you know Jesus, you get to be in perfect heaven Praise the Lord. Amen. Where, where, where there's no riots. There's nobody cutting down Jesus's statue. Come on. Yeah. They're, they're not rioting in heaven. There's no fires in heaven. Well, there will be one fire that we go through. Well, fire is dead. There's fire in heaven. Yeah. When you're judged, when all of your acts, when all of your motives, when all of the things that you did or did not do for Jesus, you go through the fire and it's either wood, hay and stubble, which that's not what we want here. I said, that's not what we want here. But if it's gold, if it's silver, if it's precious stone, you're going to shine for eternity. The Bible even talks about shame, that many will be shamed in that day. Well, if you wrote a book, if you wrote a book that you won't go through the tribulation and you believed in pre-trib and you taught it to multitudes, you'll be shamed when you get to heaven. I said, you'll be shamed. Why? Because it was false doctrine. Everybody say false doctrine. How would you like, remember when Jesus said, if you taught little children, if you taught little children wrong, he said it would be better for you to put a millstone around your neck and be dropped in the depths of the ocean than to offend one of these little ones. I don't want to offend anybody here because I'm teaching false doctrine. 
Amen. Amen. That's why we're gathering. Well, this is a pretty good exhortation with not even, you know, starting the sermon. Aren't you glad? This is all free. Now it's going to cost you. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is going to cost you. (laughs) Because today's today's message and our meeting message is a little strong. One amen. And the rest of you like are what, 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 what? Amen. Amen. I would throw my watch away, Eddie. Just throw the watch away. We might be here for a while. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Aren't you glad you're here? Hey, what's better than being in church? It's it's definitely not better going to a Giants game these days. (laughs) Amen. I mean, (laughs) they get more noise today at the park than they do when there's fans there. I mean, that's just how, oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was bad. (laughs) All right. We're going to talk today. Our our, uh, message today is about monkey business. Monkey business. Everybody say monkey business. We don't want to be monkeys. And if we do, then we need to be smart monkeys because most monkeys are not very smart. You, just turn to your neighbor and say, you did not come from a monkey. <laughs> you are not goo that went to the zoo and now you're you. Let me say it again. You were not goo that went to the zoo and now you're you. No, 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 no. You're not a monkey. You didn't evolve. You came from Adam and Eve. And speaking of that, before we get started, if we all came from Adam and Eve, does it really matter what color you are right now? No. Two people. <laughs> Does it matter? I think, that, I think that when God created Adam and Eve, he felt like every life that came into this earth, it mattered. Yes. It mattered. There's no, there is no, God is no respecter of people. He doesn't honor one race more than another. He doesn't honor one color more than another. He doesn't honor, you know what he honors, Josh? You know what he honors, Kevin? He honors your faith. That's all he honors because without faith, you can't please him. That's why we're here. I said, that's why we are here. Everybody say, no monkey business. I'm not a monkey. Now, we, we talked about, and I think you all remember the story. Put up, um, put up our little Greek word up there, Kevin. Um, we, talked about, we talked about how these poachers, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> we, we talked about how these poachers build, ca- build cages in the jungle because they're trying to, to kill monkeys. Okay, And these poachers, they build the cage and then inside it, they put this thing in the Greek um, is called scandalon. Everybody say scandalon. It's where we get our word scandal. So they put these, these bait traps, these trap sticks inside the cage so the monkey can actually reach in to grab the bait stick grab that stick, but it's not just a stick, it's bait on it. The bait on it might have fruit, have something where it attracts the monkey. Amen, praise the Lord. So the poachers hide behind the bushes 
And they wait till the monkeys, there's all quiet. And they see and they smell and they look and there is the bait trap. And they reach into that cage and they grab that bait stick and they try to pull it out, but it won't come out because of the bars. And they keep, and they get more frustrated and they're pulling on it and it won't come out. Well, at that time, the poachers who have been hiding, they come out from the bushes. And you think, well, the monkeys are going to go. They see the poachers. They're right there. They're just going to leave. But the monkey won't let go of the bait. The monkey won't let go of the bait. Pastor the fat. Yes, little flesh creature. You have been preaching this the last two weeks. And um, why are you preaching it again? I wonder why, little flesh creature. <laughs> because I can't get a release because maybe somebody out there, not in our church, but somebody out there has got a hold of a bait stick and they won't let go. And they won't let go. And so when the monkeys, they see the poachers coming. They see these jungle people coming and they're coming with clubs and the monkey just gets more irritated, but he won't, he won't, she won't let go of the bait stick. So the, so the, the poachers have the most easy time taking their clubs and beating the monkey's brains out till they die. When all along, all the monkey had to do was let go of the bait stick. Well, we find that word scandalon in the most powerful parable Jesus ever taught, Mark chapter four. And it has to do with everything, everything it has to do with is offenses. Jesus said this. How many care about what Jesus said? Jesus said, offenses will surely come. Has anybody here ever been a part of someone offended? I know you've never been offended, but you have seen offenses. Anybody here? I'm just asking. It's okay. Kevin, you have? I've always looked at you on this pedestal, Kevin. So most of you shook your head. Not very many raise your hand, but that means that this offense deal has got to be dealt with. It's got to be dealt with. Kind of like fear. Kind of like fear. We're not supposed to fear. Well, we're not supposed to be offended. Ever. Ever. Well, you don't know what they did. Yeah, you, 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 you took the bait stick. (laughs) We're talking about you. We're not talking about the person that put the bait stick in front of you, which could have been me. (laughs) That was a good place to say amen for some of you that have been offended with me. I said, it could be me, right? Because here's the thing. Whoever put the bait stick in there, they know what, here's the thing. People that put the bait stick in front of you, they know what irritates you. I said, they know what irritates you. They know how to push that button. Come on, who am I talking to out there? Because my church is so clean and holy and pure. We don't even need this message. It's you. Amen. Amen. We, we, we're, right, Kevin? It must be for Isaac. 
You said he's on today. If he doesn't know that I spoke his name, we're going to find out. So the devil, he puts out this scandal on He puts out this bait stick. And he doesn't do it when he feels like it. He always, always, everybody say always, always. does it after you hear a word like this. After the word is preached, he comes immediately to steal the word that's sown in your heart. This thing called the Bible is the most powerful thing you possess. Not your Game Boy, Jonah. Not, your, not, not anything that you have in your life. Not any lunchbox, no collection, no career. Nothing is more important than the Bible. Yeah. Nothing. And how you spend your time listening to messages like this or opening up the Bible to understand what God wants you to understand. It's his playbook for you, Amen. for life. It's his, it's his love letter to you. And so when Jesus goes into minute detail in Mark chapter four, the most powerful parable you can read, Mark four, when he goes into minute detail, there must be a reason why he went into minute detail. Everybody say minute detail. So we're going to pick it up. Um, in Mark chapter 4, verse 11, in the Amplified Version, he said to them, to you, everybody say, to me. to me. This is for you. To you, it has been entrusted. What has been entrusted? The mystery of the kingdom of God. See, the, 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 the word of God is not for every person on the earth. That's why you can go to uh, colleges and take a religious class and it it's like a book yeah. the word is a mystery that is only written to believers it is not for the world you have you have to receive Jesus before you even get an opportunity to understand it Amen, Pastor Thad. And he says, it's for the kingdom of God. That is the secret counsels of God, which are hidden. Everybody say hidden, hidden. from the ungodly. So the, the ungodly, they don't get to know that what's going to happen at the very end. They don't get to know anything because they're ungodly. Only godly people get to know truth. And only the godly people that seek the truth get to know the truth. And that's why we endeavor here at Parkside to give you truth. Not a lie, but truth. Not an opinion. Not an opinion. Not an, a, a Republican opinion or a Democrat opinion or an independent. We come to give you what the Bible says. So he said that these mysteries are hidden. Everybody say hidden. hidden. Have you ever gone hide and seek? Yes. Have you ever went and tried to play hide and seek? And you try to hide, do you try to hide where the people can see that you're behind the tree? Or do you try to get a really cool place where nobody knows? Come on. If you're playing hide and seek now, Jonah, you're not like when you were two years old, like William, you're like, you hide half of your body's hanging out behind the couch. And I'm like, we know, and we just kind of act like we don't know, but we know you're right there. See, today, if we play hide and seek is, oh man, we will find a place and nobody will find us. Why? 
Because it's hidden. You're hidden. Well, the word is hidden in a mystery. It's not even for believers that are casual. It's not for people that are Christians that are casual. People come on, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll turn this on for a couple minutes and then they'll zoom pile. Well, you know, because they want to be entertained. The word is not to entertain you. Mm. The word is not to entertain you. The word is for you to look into and find truth. And it's hidden. I said it's hidden. So that's what he's saying here in Mark. It's hidden from the ungodly. But for those outside of our circle, everything is done in a parable. That's why he did the stories. That's why he confused the masses at the beach. He's down at the beach at the seashore. He gives this this sower. This bird comes down and swoops down and takes away this seed that this farmer threw out. And then this other seed went in rocks. And, 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 and guess what? There, there wasn't a lot of earth because of the rocks and, and it sprung up, but then the sun scorched it. And then there was others that were thrown into some weeds. You know, there were, it's thorny and stickers and, and, and the seed started, it tried to get up, but the, 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 the weeds and the stickers choked it. And then there was some good that went in good ground and it produced. And then he went on a lunch break. What? And the majority, every say majority, majority. never knew the truth. Knew. Why? They were casual. They didn't seek. They didn't, they, they, this is a mystery. This parable is a mystery. And if you don't know it, you will be easily offended. Easily, because some of you have been offended. I'm talking to them now. Don't look at me. I'm talking to them. Many of you have been offended at the same dumb offense for years. Some of you have not even let go of something that happened 25 years ago. 30. Some people die in their grave with unforgiveness. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And I feel the love here today. I'm feeling so loved. Let's go on. Verse 12. In order that they may indeed look and look, but not see and perceive. These people can look at the Bible and they'll never understand it. Why? They're not converted. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. That's why he gave you the gift of the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues. And most people don't pray in tongues. And yet that's how you unveil the mysteries of the kingdom of God through praying in the Holy Ghost. So if you don't pray in the Holy Ghost, you're limited in your understanding of Bible truth. See, most of the truth that we learned here isn't from the natural. You either, I said this once, and I don't mean this any way disrespectful, but you either believe Fauci or you believe faith. Today, you have either faith or Fauci because Fauci is like the most predominant doctor that we have. And he's like, okay, don't wear a mask. So nobody wears, wear a mask, you know, you need, and people are like, what does he say? What does he say? It's like, he's God. We have faith. And this is what God says, yeah. which, which one do you want? As for me and my house, yes. as for me and my house, yeah. 
I'm going to choose faith. I'm going to choose faith and and breathe. Well, Pastor Thad, that's not wisdom. It's not. It's the Bible. Jesus said this. He said that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God, not the fear of Fauci. Not the fear of Corona. He said the fear of God. What's the fear of God? The respect, honor, and admiration for his Bible, for his word. You don't think he can keep you? My Bible says in Psalms 91 that he that dwells in the secret place, secret place, where'd Jonah go? In the secret place, when you're hiding, whoever abides in the secret place, that's under his, under his wings, under his feathers. It says that in under his feathers, we will be protected and we will trust that no weapon formed against us will prosper. So are we under the feathers of faith or are we under the fear and Fauci? Which one? I mean, I, I'm just being honest with you because you need to choose one. You don't want to go back and forth and don't let me get started on that because we'll never get through. And then I'm going to get people irritated. Amen. Say, I receive. I, receive. I believe the Bible. So he says, in order that they may indeed look, but they look and they can't see it or perceive it and may hear, but they hear it, but they can't grasp it. They can't comprehend it. Less happily, they should turn again and it, their willful rejection of the truth. Mm. Just, do I have a mic? I just drop it right there. Mic drop. Their willful rejection of the truth. Well, what's the truth? We're supposed to gather. He's supposed to protect us. We're supposed to believe that no plague will come near our dwelling place. That's the truth. But they willfully reject it. Why? Fear. Perfect love. What does perfect love do? It comforts fear. Oh, honey, come here. I'm so sorry for you. Let me hold you. No, it casts it out. Come here. Let me cast the devil off you because fear has torment, torments of the devil. So we need to cast out all the fear. There's a lot of people demon possessed today because they're walking in fear and you're with them every day. And how many people do you see getting devils cast out of them? Nobody, because people, well, that, we're in America. Well, there's probably more devils here than anywhere. Yeah. Well, how come we're not casting them out? You need to, hey, honey, come here in the back room. Let me just cast the devil off you. In the name of Jesus, get out. You're made perfect in love. Hallelujah. How about that? Yeah. See, that's truth. And people would call me and others crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. You're a lunatic. And saved. Amen. And saved. I'm going to heaven. Where are you going? I'm going to heaven. How about you? So they willfully reject the truth. Let's go on. Should be forgiven them. And he said to them, and now he begins to describe or explain the parable. And he says to them, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand any of the parables I teach? If you don't understand Mark 4, you don't understand nothing. Say, if I don't understand Mark 4, come on, say it. If I don't understand Mark 4, I ain't understanding any parable. It's all right here. 
This is why it's so important. And yet we let it slip. We let it slip. Somebody says something, somebody does something, and we're right back, and the devil has ripped the word off. And if he's ripped this off, then what good are you? You're not producing fruit anymore. You're just complaining, griping. I'm talking to them. You guys are supposed to amening me. <laughs> I'm talking. Remember, it's not for you guys. It's for them. Here's the thing. If you're griping, complaining, irritated about, you're not in faith. You're, 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 you're offended. You're in fear. We've got to be faith men and women. Amen? Amen. He said, do you not discern this parable? Then you won't even have an opportunity to understand any parable. Let's go on. Verse 14. <clears throat> he says this. The sower soweth the word. Now, you should be a sower. You should be sowing into your own heart. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. A thousand will fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand. It will not come near me. I thank you, Lord. You said, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. But what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm sowing into my heart. And it's better when you sow than I sow into you. You will hear, you will receive, and you will believe much faster when you say it, not the pastor. We call it confession sessions confessing who you are. Did we not hold the Bible up and say, I believe that I am who he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. Did we not confess? Well, that, why do we do that? We believe the Bible. We believe that in all things, whatever we ask in prayer, believing we're going to receive all things. I looked up the word all for, for we, we, because Eddie finally got it. So I looked it up for we, 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 it means all. All things, right? I mean, Eddie's got it now. Some of you don't got it, but Eddie got it finally. So now I got to go to somebody else that don't. I don't know if you have it, but the word all means all. All things. Whatever. You ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Glory to God. Well, what are you believing for? Show me your believing list. Oh, you're going to hear some believing lists today. Amen. Not here downstairs. The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside. Now we're talking about Amalita's heart, four hearts. Today, Arturo, she has one of four. She got one of four. And, and, the, and the chances, if we flip a coin, you got a 25% chance. Not good. Not good. If we're just going to flip, you know, we're going to flip, we're going to flip, we're going to flip. You got a 25% chance of having a good heart. But we're not flipping in this church. We're doers. And we all got good hearts. But here we look at the first heart. The first heart is the one that's got a pavement heart. You know, the one that's really been offended for years and years. The one that was hurt when they were a little kid. They were abused. They were misused. They, they, you know, that kid. Um, they, they also won't forgive. They've got what I call pavement heart. Out there, not here, out there. Pavement heart, pavement heart has no chance. You can invite some of your people that you know in your family to come to church. It will do them absolutely no good. No, that they, we, no, not until they get their heart right. 
And their heart, why would somebody have a pavement heart is because they're offended and they have been hurt and they will not let it go. Pavement heart. There's a lot of people in prisons for pavement hearts. Their daddy left them when they were little. They never got raised by a father. They got mad. Mother, mom raised them and they're trying to be, they're trying to, they got no direction and they were mad and they end up being somebody that God never created them to be because, because they didn't get the forgiveness for their dad. Amen. Say, I forgive my daddy. Come on. My daddy never took me to church. You know, I mean, he, he was a good dad, but he's not a perfect dad. You guys all had dads or maybe you had a stepdad, but you never let your dad or your mom or anybody else, a grandfather, or whoever raised you, you do not let it get in your heart. Amen. You let, everybody say, I let him go. Say, I let him go. And when you let him go, you're free. So then you can't have this heart. So you get that one wiped away. But the people that won't let their family members go, their hurt go, you got pavement heart. That's why you could be sitting in church for year after year, just sitting there, you know, going down there and getting fed by faith. That's a good one, fed by faith. And you're just sitting there eating, and, but no change. There's no change. You haven't changed a bit. You've sat in church for 10 years, no change, no change. Why? You got pavement heart. It just goes in, boom, the devil steals it, and you're nothing. You're the same person that you were when you walked in 10 years ago. How many of you know just because I preached this two weeks ago and last week that God can't add to? Yeah. He can't add to. We all think, well, I already heard that. Well, that tells you your heart. It's bad. Anybody that ever says, when you say, I've already heard that, when you say that, it shows your maturity level, which is really, really babyish. Give me a bottle. Don't you ever say that. Faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. I don't care what I preach. If you have the right heart, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. I already heard the monkey story. Well, maybe somebody, maybe you could pray for somebody out there that hasn't heard it. Yeah. Why are you laughing at, Wee Wee? <laughs> I love Wee. Isn't he the best? <laughs> so here, here we got this hard-hearted person. And, and, and when this word sown, Satan comes immediately and he just takes that word right away from you. Now, who's responsible for the seed being stolen? Who's responsible for the seed being stolen? You're going to say, well, the devil took it. No, you got a hard pavement heart. I can't help you. It doesn't matter what church. You know, that's why you have these mega churches. You have these big churches. There's so many people in mega churches that got such shallow word level. They go there and they get it and their hearts are hard. This is deep. This is depth. You need to be doers. Just because you go to church doesn't mean anything. He's talking to people that are going to church here. Half of them already left and they don't even get that. So all the ones that left, what kind of hearts did they have? They're not seeking truth. They wanted a healing. They wanted a miracle. They wanted, they want, and maybe he's going to, you know, maybe he's, I heard this guy might multiply the fish 
and the bread. We haven't had a good meal in a while, honey. Let's go down there. Maybe we'll get some fish and bread today. I mean, you never know the motives of people's hearts, right? People come to church and like, I wish you'd hurry up so I can go down there and eat. I haven't had a good meal all week long. I hope Faye comes up with something good this week. Last week, it was just a hot dog. Oh, dear God. I'm being honest. Is it okay for me to be honest? Glory to God. We have the best. You're just jealous because you're not in our church. You can come. I come four hours to get here every week, and that's how good it is. Right, wee-wee? Why do I keep talking to wee-wee today? He's so cute. All right, so that's the first heart. Everybody say the first heart. heart. Pavement. Pavement. Not me. me. One more time. I choose to forgive. I choose choose to to let go. I I love all family members. And I especially love my pastor. (laughs) Thank you. Let's go on. And these are likewise. Look, look, the next, the next heart. It's like the first one. Now, what's the difference? The first one's all pavement. The second one is rock. Think about it. It's rock. That's solid. That's solid stuff. And it just has a little bit of earth. It says this, these are likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard, they got enough open heart, just a little bit, because there's a little bit of good in there. So you got a little good, but you got a lot of rocks, a lot of rock. Everybody say a lot of rock, little good, (laughs) but you got a little bit. You, You come into church, you want to change. Here's what happens though. You receive it with gladness. Oh, that was a good message. Wow, that was good. That was really good. I needed that today. Anybody ever, I needed that. And then two days later, you forgot the message and you're like, I don't even like Pastor Thad. <laughs> I mean, it just goes, you act like that, you know, you, right now you're like, oh, that's, no, I know those thoughts because I've had them myself <laughs> towards my pastor. <laughs> Why? Because the devil's a liar. So here it is. You are like the first heart. Okay? But you've got a little good. Okay? Everybody say a little good. And you like coming to church. You like getting the free meal. Let's go on. Verse 18. But you have no root. We talked about this in detail. Well, a little bit more detail last week. You have no root. What's that mean? You don't listen to the word during the week. You wait till the next week to hear the next message. Every day. Every say every day. Amen. Pastor Thad is putting the word in him when he doesn't need it. So it'll be there when he does need it. Listen, you know, if, if you don't have any lust verses in your, in, in your heart, I guarantee you will be tempted to go to sites. And when some girl walks by, you could be married and like, Ooh, what's going Why? Because you haven't trained your spirit to know the word of God. I'm, I'm looking straight ahead. I'm looking on, I'm on, I'm on the straight and narrow. I will not let deception, I will not let flesh get on me. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you know, I say that because everyone, every man is tempted. But when, when do you sin? When you're drawn away and enticed by your own, not the devil's, not pastor, by your own lust. Yeah. Ooh, she's fine. She's fine. Oh man, man. God didn't make any mistakes on her. 
I mean, I'm serious. Let's just be, we're, we're, we're having church, amen? And so we, we, we allow that, and then one thought, the devil's watching. First of all, he says, oh, look, 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 look. And you look. He says, now you did the first thing. You looked. And now he goes, okay, now look there. And then you look there. And then once you look there, he's like, man, this is an easy prey today. <laughs> easy prey today. Ever say, easy prey today. You know. Back in the day, you went to that one website. Whoo, they've upgraded. They have upgraded. Pastor Thad, you sound like you've been on those websites. Never have, never will. Never have, never will. So, but I just, this is from the spirit. Because some of you have out there. Don't look at me with that tone of voice, church. It's them, not you. So, but you, you know, you could just like, oh, man. It's been so dry in my marriage. <laughs> so, you know, it's so this, so that. I, and then you just go. <laughs> You're not supposed to get quiet right now, church. You're supposed to say, amen, praise the Lord, glory to God. They, listen, quietness always like reflects like, uh-oh, <laughs> I hit something there. Amen? amen. Say, I resist, I resist. every lie. Every lie, every trick, every scheme, every plot, and every plan that that enemy tries to put on me. All it takes is the thought, and we've all taken it before. Everyone, we can't look around and say, I'm so perfect, because we're not. I'm not perfect. I know Josh ain't, and none of us are, right? Gabby's like, yeah, amen, praise the Lord. Why? Because we're not, we're flesh. That's why you, you don't know this, but I need to tell you, these guys know, we need to be thanking God so much for Jesus because not did Jesus just die on the cross. Forget that right now. Forget about the dying on the cross and being religious. He lived in this flesh and he goes to his daddy on your behalf and says, oh, you have no idea how hard it is, dad. You have no idea. He was tempted. Jesus tempted every way you've been tempted, Kevin. But the thing, the difference between you and Jesus, he never, not one time gave into his flesh where you have given in just that one time, you know, just that one time, you know, you've been perfect except for that one time. I'm kidding. He's not that perfect, people. But anyway, here's the thing. Jesus can go to his father. He intercedes on our behalf. Oh, dad, you have no idea how hard it is to resist sexual sin. You have no idea how hard it is when somebody gets hooked on this, this, these drugs or alcohol, how hard it is to... And so he goes to God on our behalf. And that's why there's so much grace. There's so much mercy for you, for me. How many of you know we need his grace and mercy? You know, he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. And I'm telling you what, the only way that we're going to be without spot or wrinkle, this isn't an excuse for you to sin, but that's why you get a glorified body to get on that cloud. You get a glorified, because your body could not stand on that cloud the way it is right now, especially Arturo's. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So we need a glorified body, but we also need to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he says they have no root. Well, what's the root? The root is the word. And the only way you get the word in you is by being in church consistently, reading your Bible consistently, hearing these messages. Some of you need to go back and listen and listen and listen. I will listen. I listened to Pastor Morgan when she was here. I listened to some of those messages multiple times. Why? I need it. If I need it, I would think somebody here might need it. You can't just hear one message and then go on and with life. You got to keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hear. And when something ministers to you, when some sermon ministers to you, you need to go back and listen to it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. So these people have no root in themselves. And afterward, here we go. This is where you get the word scandal on. When affliction or persecution, why did affliction come? Why did they say that to you? Why did they do that to you? Why did Arturo make that rude comment? I know he's never done. I'm just using it as an example, okay? But why did he say that? Because Behind the scenes, the enemy's trying to steal the word out of you. And he'll do it mostly with people who are close to you. Have you found that to be true? Some of my greatest attacks in life, I mean, were from people that I absolutely trusted. I mean, I can give you names right now. And most have been in this church. Some from Porterville that came to this church. Most evil attack ever. And you could name some people yourself. And if, if you're honest, they're probably people that you thought or you could trust. You thought you could trust. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I mean, I know I'm talking to them, but I could help. Could you help me a little bit, church? <laughs> So you have no root in yourself, and so you endure, but for a little time. Why just a little time? Because when, when, when you first come to church and everything's fresh and new, it's honeymoon time. Woo, I love the pastor. I love everything going on. But then watch this. But when the affliction comes, when the rude comment comes, it will come, Darren. I know these guys. It will come. <laughs> may have already right josh <laughs> you know when 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 persecution comes when nobody really notices that you d- really were wholeheartedly in something and they took it the wrong way and you put your guts in it and you're trying to help the church when affliction and persecution ar- why did it come why did they comment like that why did they hurt you like that just steal the word immediately these people these stony ground people are offended. Can we pause? Can we pause? I'd like to go to Matthew 18 right now. Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. Moreover, if your brother ticks you off. If your sister ticks you off 
Have you ever had a brother tick you off in the church or a sister tick you off in the church? If your brother or your sister, it ticks you off. If they trespass against you, if they talk behind your back, if they hurt you, you go and tell everybody you can about what happens. You tell the world why they hurt you, what they said. You spread the cancer throughout the church. You go to other people and tell them how bad it was that those people that hurt you. Here's what, oh wait, what translation was that? Because that's not in the Bible. If your brother offends you, if they trespass against you, if they hurt you in any way, it says you go and you tell them. Not anybody else. You don't even go to your past. pastor. Say, you know what, pastor? It says you go and you tell them their fault between them and you alone. I'm talking to them out there. I need some help in here. You go and you tell whatever it is that you got hurt over, whatever that ticked you off, you tell them. Why, Why is this so hard? Because we are the biggest hypocrites known to mankind, Christians that want to go behind and spread rumors and spread gossip and do things that will only damage the church and the kingdom of God. We're supposed to go to them. Nowhere else. We're not supposed to talk about, man, Pastor Thad ticked me off so bad. How many's ever been, listen, is the camera just on me? Okay, you can go ahead and raise your hand. How many have ever been ticked off by me in this church? Oh my God. Uh, never mind. I'm glad the camera's just on me right now. Why would why'd you stand up and raise your hand? <laughs> but here's the thing. When that happens, when somebody cooks the wrong meal, when somebody doesn't do their job, when whatever, what's your job to go and spread the cancer or to go to that person? You tell me, am I reading scripture? I'm reading scripture. You go and, and you, and you discuss it between them and them alone. And if they hear it, that's a big if, (laughs) if they hear it, You've gained a brother. You've gained a sin. You know, I'm sorry, you know, but when you said that, blah, blah, blah. And then they said, I didn't mean it like that. Most 99% of all problems right here, right here with offenses. Number one, you didn't go to them. You just blew it up. Number two, you went and spread it. Number three, you did it behind closed doors. And now we got problems. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So here's what he says. You go and you tell it between the two of you. You've gained a brother. Next verse. But if they don't hear it, <laughs> if they won't hear it, they don't, they, they, they don't see it, you know, or they, you don't work it out. I mean, I don't even know what the, you could name a million different reasons why you, the people are offended. Then take with you a couple other people. 
you know, I saw Pastor Thad. He was down there in some bar and he staggered out. I went to him and he said it wasn't him. But you know what? When I, when I went to him, there was somebody in my car with me. I'm taking now after you went and I denied it. Now you got a witness that was with you. And you say, Pastor Thad, you know, um, Joe here was with me. And Joe, did you see what I saw? And, and then, you know, now you, you got two. You, this is number two. Everybody say number two. You have to do the word. Number one, one-on-one. Number two, take a couple people with you that may know something about the situation. And then look, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Let everything be known. Let it be laid out on the table. Everybody gets the, get, get, you know, well, you know, it was a rough week. I needed a couple drinks. I need a couple tall ones. And I, I thought I could handle it, Josh, but I, I couldn't. And I staggered out. Listen, I'm lying. I didn't do that. I'm just giving you an example. Okay. So now number, this is the next one. Now look at the next verse. But if he won't even hear those people, you go to him alone. You go to the dude with a couple witnesses and he still won't listen. If he still neglects to hear it, tell the church. This is where we're headed, church. If we want the glory, this is where we're headed. This is where we're headed. You, you tell the church, what? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to what? I'm going to do what that says. Because if you can't work it out, and then you do that, and you can't still work it out. And then you, we're going to tell the church, but if he neglect to hear the church, and know what's that mean? There's a correction trying to be made in the church, but they still have a hard heart. Let him be under the church as a sinner. Um, I just want to say this at this time. This is red letter edition, meaning this didn't come from Paul. This came from Jesus. Everybody say, woe is me. I'm going to do better. (laughs) Why, Why are we doing this? This is about monkey business because people that won't get their hearts right are monkeys. They're monkeys. They won't let go of the grudge. I'm trying to help church. Do you see? I'm trying to help you and me not get, keep a grudge. And I know that I know almost everybody in here really well. I really do. I feel like I know you not just fleshy, but in the spirit. And I'm trying to help us grow as a church. Amen. 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 That's why years ago, I think you guys were here. We gave all the women duct tape for for Mother's Day because we're so loving here. Why? Because if you don't have anything nice to say. Oh my gosh, a little 17-year-old said that. Amen? If you don't have anything nice to say, you just zip the lip. We're supposed to be loving. Who wants to come to our church if they're not received with love and compassion? Listen, if people come in from the outside, they shouldn't be on the level you are. You should be much higher level. That's not to be haughty, but you know, they might be the one spreading the gossip. They might do something. They might say something and you're on guard to not allow it to get in and you protect that. 
we have to, in these, in these last years, we have to, we're going to get all kinds of people, people that are gay, people that are homosexuals, people that are, you know, straight, people that are, you know, all races, all kinds of weird beliefs, all kinds of, why? Signs, wonders, miracles. But with signs, wonders, and miracles come problems. <laughs> and people say, well, you know, pastor hasn't talked to me in two months. You know, and, and he's ministering to all these people. We don't, they haven't done anything for the church. Well, that shows maturity. You're going to heaven. You should be praying for these people because we are on a mission. We have all eternity to hang out in heaven. And finally, the giants will win a game against Kershaw. You know, up there, up there, you know, because God will arrange it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So we have to, whose, whose heart are you on responsible for? Whose heart? Yours, not mine. Watch this. Jesus goes up to Wee Wee. I'm going to use Wee Wee. I love Wee Wee. And he goes up to Wee Wee and he says, man, I see potential in you. This is Jesus. I see potential in you. You are got the heart of gold. You'll do anything for the, you water the garden. You, you, you go and clean. Nobody even knows you clean the church. You come up and worship. When nobody was here to worship, you led worship. And then when Pastor Thad has son come in here and goofy William, you said whatever, whatever you could. You have the heart of gold. You're beautiful. And everybody said, and so that was Judas. God picked him. Pick Judas. And then what happened? Something happened in Judas's heart. He was chosen by God. You're not Judas, by the way. I'm just using this example. You, you have to guard your heart. I have to guard my heart. Because that one day, one, that one, one day, Judas, who do you put over money? People that you trust. And what did Judas do? He was envious, he was greedy, and he was offended when a woman broke the alabaster that they could have sold it to the poor and he didn't give a rip about the poor. But he was so offended that he went and sold Jesus for 30 little silver coins. Why? Heart. Right here, heart. He didn't go to Jesus and said, Jesus, bro, can I have a word with you? <laughs> you let that girl put all that. And Jesus would have ministered love to him. He would have said, well, you know, this is the reason why. You know, in fact, he even mentioned it, I think, with all of them. But Judas never went to him. Judas said from that moment forward, he was gone. How many of you know you leave a church in your heart before you actually leave it naturally? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so God is looking at your heart. And so here we see the way to handle an offense. Let's go. Everybody, let, let, let's say this. Say one on one. one, -on -one. No, result. no result. Take two or three witnesses. No result. no result. Come see the pastor. And then if it's truth, if the, if the witnesses come and it's truth, it's the pastor's responsibility to bring it before the church. And if they won't repent, you treat them as a sinner. Yeah. 
Not my words. <laughs> Everybody say, not my words. Whose words? Whose words? Whose words? Are those harsh words? No, they're truth. He's trying to help. Everything Jesus did was try to help us. Always. Everybody say always. He's always wanting our best. He desires you to prosper. He desires you to walk in health. He desires a long life for you. But if you are offended, your life will be shortened. Your life will be less joyful. You will, it, it, it's, it's misery. It's bondage. And it shouldn't be that way. We should have no hidden agenda, no hidden truth. Why? Why? Because we love one another. There's nothing that should separate us because we all have the love of God. Every one of us. Amen? All right. So let's go back to Mark. I think that was worth going to, to explain that. But going back to Mark, they have no root, but they endure. But then the affliction, the persecution comes, and immediately they are ticked off. And the first thing that they do, what do they do? Because we've all done it. We go tell the problem to somebody else. Amen? No, not, not, hey, we, we just said, nope, nope. Why? That's a good heart. We don't, we shouldn't, but that's what we usually do. They did this to me. They said this, they did that. Many times, let me say this really, because I've been in this a few years. Many times the people that we get offended with, they don't even know that we're mad at them. They think, some people just have a rude personality that's never been dealt with. Their character, I mean, I know a few people. That you know, they're just rough around the edges. Do you know what I mean? They're just rough. They're not people. Per- they don't have people skills and they, they just never have developed those. And then they come across rude or harsh or mean at times. And then if you're sensitive, super sensitive, I'm talking again to them, but if you're super sensitive, it will just go, it, you, you know, you're just like, what, what? And You know, they didn't even mean anything by it, but you took it in a way that the devil just twisted it. And now you're offended. Say, I'm not a monkey. Didn't come from a monkey. Didn't come from goo. Didn't go to the zoo. And now I'm me. (laughs) Didn't rhyme. Next verse, we've been on this one long enough. (laughs) And these are they which are sown among thorns. We're still on bad seed. You know, we're still on the bad seed, right? Right, bad heart. So here he goes. Now we got stickers and thorns. We got, everybody say, stickers and thorns. Have you ever stepped on a sticker? See, that's what's going to happen when you love money. You're going to think it's beautiful, but it's like you stepping right in the middle of a sticker patch at the end. The love of money has caused millions to leave the church. The love of money has caused millions, if not billions, to leave the call. The love of money is the root of a little bit of evil. Oh, you guys got that one. All evil, everything can start with money. And that's why we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk in our meeting today is money. 
How we say money? money? And money is the root, the absolute root of all evil when you love it. Not money itself. Money's cool, man. I, we, this church is so blessed, but we don't love money here. That was another place that we needed a little bit more encouragement. We don't love money here. <laughs> we love God here. And God blesses us with money. So these are they that are on the stickery patch. They hear the word. The cares of the world. Their jobs. The deceitfulness of riches. I need to move my money over here and do this. And, uh, and the loss of other things. I need a better relationship. I'm tired of this one. <laughs> the lust of other things entering in. Every say entering in. Entering. Well, how do you how does it enter in? You've obviously opened the door to your heart. This is about you. This isn't about anybody but you. You've allowed money, deceitfulness of riches, lust of other things to get in your heart. That's what you and I have to guard. I don't think that the majority of us here and even listening out there, you wouldn't even listen this far into the, into the message if you had heart number one or heart number two. If you have heart number one or heart number two, you would have already left. You've already, I don't want to hear this. But if you're on heart number three, this is for us. Because if he can't get you with an offense... If he can't get you on a little offense, he's going after the big bad boys. These are the tall ones, Josh. These are the, these are the Don Juan ones right here. <laughs> these are it right here. Everybody say these. Say deceitfulness of riches. Lust of other things. Mm, 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 mm. And the last one, cares of the world. Say cares of the world. So these three bad boys, these are when you are not going to allow an offense to take you out. See, most of the time, people leave over the fences. Just dumb offenses. I can think of so many people offended. And then, you know, years later, they like, I was mad at I don't even remember what, but it was bad. <laughs> they can't even remember it. Why? Because the devil just came in, got them offended, got them mad, and they left. And then they're, you know, 20 years later, they haven't served God. But see, if you've been in church for any length of time and you're still here, you don't have those first two hearts. You shouldn't. Amen? But here's what we have to watch. Deceitfulness of riches. Lust of other things and the cares of this world. Well, I, you know, my house and my, my, my 401k and my, my, those things will choke the word of God and it becomes, you become unfruitful. Means what? You, you don't really do a whole lot in the kingdom. See, God's trying to promote you, not demote you. And the way you get promoted is by serving. Everybody say serving. serving. And when you serve with a good heart, God will begin to promote. Amen? 
Let's go to number 20 because this is our church. This is us. Everybody say, this is us. <laughs> Come on, say, this is us. And these are they which are sown on good, fertile, beautiful soil, such as hear the word, and they don't have cares. They don't, they're not deceived by riches. They don't have lust of other things. They're never going to be offended. These people, they hear the word and receive it, and they bring forth fruit. Say, I bring forth fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we bless them, Father. Let them have good hearts. Let them have good hearts. Let them not take the bait. Let them not be a monkey because monkeys get clobbered in the jungle. Their brains get smashed. And the devil takes them and beats them to a pulp, but not in our church. We will not be offended in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory.